India Charts the truth about the markets India Charts publishes Nifty Daily daily video updates the weekly Elliott Wave outlook and the long shot report covering all asset classes Hi everyone this is Rohit Srivastav 2nd of May 2021 the markets have been through one of the longest corrections since the bottom that we made at 7500 just a little over a year ago So most of the corrections prior to that even the one that we saw in September that was the longest was just within a month now we have seen more than a 2 month correction or let's say almost a 2 month correction now if we actually go back to corrections that we've seen in the past prior to that period 2018 2019 then 2 month long corrections are pretty normal in fact especially in this seasonal period we know that we see many tops that occur around feb uh, and they then they go all the way down into the month of march so that's what i really expected uh, when it really happened into the end of march we got some uh, extremely oversold signals on the pcr we did get a bounce back into early april but then we ended up doing a retest of the lows and what we have there now is possibly some kind of positive divergence that eventually led to the rally that we've really seen into midweek of this week and so a lot of accolades for making that call is what i got Uh, but now what you have is a sell off on friday that everybody is starting to get fearful of now this sell off on friday really reminds me of the sell offs we've seen uh, through april which is uh, you know that many times markets bounced back uh, into the weekend and then they sold off with a gap down on monday so people started getting fearful of mondays and now uh, the same thing has actually ended up happening on a friday instead of a monday that you got a gap down on friday and then it sold off right after expiration so it's starting to look like Uh, the expiry was actually the peak for the market and actually there's one occasion in the last year where it actually happened in the same way where expiration ended up being a peak and i think that was in the month of april so april end and this is also april end so very very similar you go back one year and you'll find that the market had closed at the highest level at the end of april and then went, went into a correction in may but in that situation you had bottomed in march and you are rallying all through april into the high in this scenario what we have here is a market which was actually falling all through march and april and had peaked somewhere in feb so a little more than 2 months and only attempted its first serious bounce back breaking out of the triangle pattern and attempting to go up now because it stalled close to the 61.8% retracement mark a lot of people have been questioning whether this is just a bounce back counter trend and or a false breakout and are we really headed back to the lows again to me i don't think there's enough evidence to really conclude that is happening uh, some people have made that conclusion already uh, but like i said at the beginning a two month correction the longest and pretty Uh, large in size and sufficient in terms of time uh, compared to many other corrections that i've seen during previous periods which is why i would think it's sufficient in terms of size well it's done more than 61% 66% retracement of the bounce that we saw post feb the bank nifty's almost gone close to the low that it had made in january uh, didn't go exactly to that point but came pretty close to that point and then there are many stocks which uh, had actually gone through long consolidation phases uh, some of them have been in a consolidation phase all the way back from uh, november or so and those started to actually pick up so there are different cycles and rotation happening in the market and simultaneously there are some sectors which have continued to lead this entire rally specifically the metal sector and we are seeing so among the rotation sectors we saw pharma pick up during this period but i'm also seeing uh, comp- uh stocks uh, say in the psu stocks which had sold off post the budget so there was a lot of euphoria into uh, psu stocks between uh, you know diwali and the budget 
and they've actually retraced almost 61% of their gains, some of them 70-80% of the gains and some of them 50-60% to of those gains and they started to pick up again. So it looked like you know that the worst of this correction was over and so really should I look at Friday's knee-jerk reaction as a knee-jerk reaction or should I look at, look at it you know as a sell-off that will go to new lows because there has to be weakness and across the board if there have already been we so much weakness in so many stocks then where are they really going to fall from here so that's why I, i'm not so convinced about the bear case or the bear argument right now uh, of course we can always be wrong but if i have to take sides i'm take i've already taken the side of expecting this move to continue to the upside uh, rather than react too much maybe you get a monday opening reaction uh, because uh, you know of some sentimental events but there's a mix of them for example reliance results were actually better than expected so will the market respond positively to that and will that end up being the savior of the day or on the other hand will you look at bjp elections and then say oh well the elections and i'm saying bjp i'm not even saying state elections as how much it's become to the mouth and uh, really speaking many of these states were really are really just going back to those uh, you know uh, those uh, parties that were actually handling them in the past so uh, is that any is that a big deviation from what we've seen historically the answer is actually no so expectations that you know you'll run over uh, parties that have been in control of certain states historically for you know 90 percent of the time is really a tough uh, call to really make you know it doesn't always happen to expect that you know every state will lose its uh, majority from uh, you know a controlling party that has almost always uh, had control in that segment is really hard to call even if you go back and look at you know congress regimes in the past you'll find that there were certain states that they could never really get a hold of in fact gujarat used to be one of those where they would more often than not not end up being you know holding power and so uh, you know places like west bengal and tamil nadu and so on have had often southern and you know western powers more in, more in place than you know other uh, parties really taking hold so it's it was anyway going to be a tough call uh, so if you're hoping too much from it i guess uh, you are over hoping so if people are asking me what will be the market reaction i don't know uh, if there's a negative reaction uh, i mean i think most of the time what ends up happening is the media decides what to say so if the market goes down if there were positive election results they would have said it's going down because of bad covid data uh, now if it goes down you may blame it on election results but what if it goes up what if end of the day on monday you're closing positive 100 points what will you blame it on then you'll probably say it's discounted and you'll probably put it on the reliance results so it really depends on what the market wants to do and so a lot of my analysis and my recordings like this are always aftermarket hours or they're over a weekend when uh, you know you're really looking only at the data which is available to you and not really speculating on what uh, the overnight factors might do though i know overnight factors sometimes do have an impact on the opening but not necessarily in changing the market trend so they can have that one day reaction but not necessary that the market trend changes which is what i wanted to highlight so most of the indices have ended up holding their moving average supports and uh, what i'll really watch for is the, if they really continue to do so uh, in the uh, on monday itself on the close and so that's that will be i think the key factor in determining whether you know this trend higher is continuing or not and what i mentioned in my uh, weekend uh, friday's cnbc interview as well is that you know even if we come so so far we've not completed a five wave advance we could move higher maybe towards 15100 200 and if news flow on the covid front remains weak uh, which is the main concern area for the market then 
you would start seeing you know the market consolidate after that initial impulsive advance and then maybe it will not make a new high till the news flow really normalizes that was my expectation uh, now after friday's move people are probably thinking that you know can it fall further but my interview was after market hours, so i maintained that idea that you would complete an impulsive advance and then maybe consolidate such that the trend upwards uh, remains in force and you know really doesn't go off the table uh, and uh, i'll probably stick with that right now now if you haven't yet seen it we've been doing these series uh, the weekend with india chart series where chavan and myself have a detailed discussion on markets and share charts many of the factors which i've discussed here sector specific uh, moves is what we really get into and try to analyze you know uh, what is really going on under the surface uh, in the market so if you want to watch that the video is already being published we recorded it yesterday it went live today and so yeah it's on the website the other thing we did today morning is we did the first introductory session on the uh, new mentorship uh, program that's uh, going live pretty soon the uh, new website pages uh, the entire uh, you know mentorship website which will be a new section that will get added to the existing website will go live probably in the next couple of days uh, but what we did is an introductory session on how we are going to you know go about it so people who already joined in uh, have you know taken that session today everyone else who can you know visit the website and see the details as they come up can actually uh, go over them so that's where we are on the mentorship training where we are you know getting close to actually kicking off uh, what will be an ongoing a program from now on uh, and not be fixed on a particular timeline which means that you'll be able to join it and participate on an ongoing basis so that's how we've designed the whole new thing so that's already gone live and so coming back to the market action i think one of the uh, key things other uh, than what happened in our own market in other markets was actually the bounce back of the dollar overnight so on friday night the dollar index actually bounced back and i put out a post on monday on friday morning uh, stating that the euro which is the you know significant portion of the dollar was actually going to correct because it was possible to count it as an impulsive advance and that's what we ended up getting so i would mark this as a minor pullback maybe a minor wave too and we've seen many of these pullbacks end within 23 to 38 percent retracement so we've already done a little more than 23 percent already you know a one day bounce and so a little more and we'll be done with 38.2 percent and i think that's the only near-term risk factor as far as ems and commodity sectors are concerned and once that's over i think the dollar index will probably continue its decline in the uh, direction that it's already been in which is on the uh, downward side the other major concern which markets have had which which is itself uh, the covid case counts now the case counts peaked at four lakh over four lakh and then came off a bit yesterday uh, to just under 4 lakhs, uh, 390 something, 392 I think. Uh, but you know what I can say is at least about you know we if we look at Maharashtra where you know lockdowns have sort of appear to be giving some results because you can see the case counts flattening out to lowering a bit. Uh, in Mumbai, I think uh, that's happened more meaningfully. So probably people here have taken it seriously. At least I can see that in my own uh, society. Apart from you know few incidents here and there which I spoke of last time. Uh, I think what we are seeing is most people are, you know, maintaining being indoors, uh, doing their shopping in the times that have been allowed. Unlike last year, where we are, you know, long queues for grocery shopping, we actually seeing people, you know, normally participate with, uh, you know, social distancing and masks and so on. So it's, you know, just moving on smoothly. The good news is, at least I can say from a micro perspective, that if you look at, uh, if I look at the number of cases in my own 
a society which is pretty which is a pretty large complex it had peaked at almost around 35 over 35 cases at one point of time and now it's reporting around you know less than uh, three cases at the uh, current juncture so uh, that's a significant drawdown from you know where you would really gone and if that's any reflection as to what the impact can be uh, once you you know slow things down then i think we are seeing that impact here and if you are seeing it here i think you can see it everywhere the only thing pending is really to get the vaccination drive on course so that people feel more comfortable and also it improves the mass immunity because where it's been done say for example the us and i was just speaking to my brother yesterday and he's saying even cinema halls are opening up and he's in san francisco california where uh, you know california of course had the highest case counts couple of months back and uh, now they are in the opposite scenario where cases have normalized still there there are some but you know what they are feeling a comfort in is that the vaccinations the rna vaccinations do significantly improve immunity and people feel that you know their reaction to uh, covid would not be as significant as it was earlier the next interesting observation is going to be around bond yields now us bond yields after having moved up for a while i've been anticipating that they will pull back a bit they did but again they bumped up slightly of course not gone back to the highs but interestingly what i see in the indian bond market is i think yields will come down a lot more and i think since the rbi announced its gsap policy bond yields have been slowly inching down now these are not short term moves these are going to be multi month multi year moves which means you have to take like if i just consider the two year decline in bond yields uh, in the first wave Uh, and then you know you got that interim bounce back over the last 6 months if i take another 1 to 2 years down for another wave down so i would think you know bond yields in india can actually go back to 5 or 4% over a 2 year time horizon which is really really long so it's not going to be you know that they you know f- uh, fall pretty fast but you're going to consistently see these yields pull down so i think right now where they are you should slowly see them inch back and you know go to still lower levels maybe go to new lows at least a new a uh, two year low is where we should end up being uh, in the next uh, month or two is what i'm seeing because it's slowly inching down and i think uh, we'll probably drop off to new lows sooner than later and that's i think what people are not expecting because most would be looking at the pot- potential for inflation to spike higher and create its own issues uh, the rebalancing to inflation can only come from possibly a bit on the falling dollar which means if the dollar index actually comes down in the short term i do see one factor which is oil uh, is you know slightly set up for a decline rather than a rise because it's moved up quite a bit and uh, the setup is that the recent bounce we are actually seeing in oil prices after the decline uh, last month is probably just a counter trend bounce so i don't think it's going back to new highs now not immediately it may later on but in the short term on a month one or two month uh, perspective i would think at some point of time oil prices may dip back to maybe 55 50 somewhere in that range 55 to 50 dollar range and only then pick up again from there so that's something we're going to be watching out for it's not the general consensus view uh and you know that's how it happens when when something's moved in a particular direction for a while people start extrapolating that in that direction and it's also different from what i think of most of the commodity space so i'm i've been bullish on most of the commodities and you know bearish on the dollar but oil seems to have diverged from that in the near term so it may continue to diverge it it happens uh, it's not new if you go back and look at history there are many times when copper and oil prices have diverged and then later on aligned as well and right now i see 
that divergence building the only thing that can happen is that yes till the next correction in the commodities will oil just hold up at this current level that's possible that may be one way uh, but uh, you know oil as far as it puts pressure on inflation that if it declines provide some near term ease uh, to you know markets or at least the uh, financial data in terms of inflation but of course inflation has risen for various reasons not just oil but rising commodity prices and agro commodity prices in general around uh, the world and to the extent that really uh, transmits into our own inflation data you will see that impact so we have seen food inflation data pick up a bit though i thought uh, post our uh, you know winter we would actually see that come off it did come off a bit for a while but then it's picked up again so let's see uh, rbi's own inflation data is pointing slightly not huge upwards but slightly upwards which would actually not allow bond yields to come down but still as you can see the fact is they are coming down so i'm going with the trend uh, i'm not sure how inflation data will change because if it doesn't then what you will end up with is even bigger negative real interest rates which actually should be negative for the currency pair but the currency pair uh, it did it did in fact react negatively right after after the rbi's announcement on gsap but after that it seems to be aligning with what's happening to the dollar globally which is that it's weakening against most currency pairs and that is really showing up in the usd and are declining recently now when it comes to us bond yields i do think they're in a counter trend move they may yields may rise later with inflation data but in the short term i think there's still some room for yields to actually go down and that could be a good trigger uh, again uh, especially for precious metals because they've actually been bogged down when yields were rising even when the dollar was falling the rising yields have been named as the main reason because it led to the real interest rates actually starting to prop up a bit in the us but as inflation data rises if uh, you know bond yields can remain stable to even a slightly down from here then uh, that might actually help the a uh, case for real interest rates and the case for uh, gold going forward so i'll i'll look at that happening i think in the uh, next quarter or so i think somewhere you should see gold and silver pick up to which have been lagging far behind and uh, uh, it may help even our own bond yield case for the short term uh, i'm not sure uh, you know the uh, what happens in the second half i think somewhere us bond yields eventually rise again uh, especially if inflation data continues to tick higher Uh, and that can actually look like a divergence between what i am expecting in bond yields in india and in the us so let's see whether it actually happens that way or maybe us yields also turn for good but a turn for good for us yields would really come on only the fed stepping in and you know increasing its bond buying program which looks like they have to at some point of time given the extent of expansionary policy that the us government has taken on on its own budget which means they have to finance that and the fed has to step in so if that happens will it really drive yields down uh, i don't know it's a trick question uh, so i can only look at uh, the structure in terms of what the charts are telling me and they are telling me at least in the near term you see lower yields and medium term maybe there's a case for higher yields again later on and we'll continue to watch uh, how that happens but as far as our own market is concerned i think i expect much lower bond yields in the uh, weeks or months ahead So finally is our market going to react positively to these global dynamics or is it going to react negatively to the domestic problems and it, the answer is going to be a mix of something in between because that's exactly what it has been so far over the last couple of weeks if you look at the sectors that have held out or participated on the upside they've essentially been those linked uh, with the uh, global trends whether it's in healthcare commodities 
or in the IT sector. And on the other hand, you know, companies that are directly impacted by the lockdowns have actually taken a hit on the downside. Uh, but we have seen even those actually bounce back in the last week. So that, that is that is where I felt that may, maybe you've already seen the worst and all you'll see now is a near term reaction till the negative news flow actually uh, slows down and that could take uh, the rest of this month. I don't know whether whether you see an improvement by mid of May or later half of May. People have different projections as to when uh, you'll actually start seeing an improvement because most places have already had a lockdown and now already extended it for another 15 days. Uh, and of course, these lockdowns are mild, but they are more impactful on specific sectors and not uh, each and every part of the economy. So markets will react accordingly. Uh, to these changes and that's where I sense that because liquidity remains high from both the RBI perspective or from a global perspective that some of it will trickle down to our own financial markets and provide support. So that's all on this weekend update from me. Thank you. Nothing in this podcast is investment advice. Views on financial markets are in good faith to expand your understanding of how markets work. Please consult a registered financial advisor for the same. And yes, please share this podcast with everyone you think can benefit from this knowledge.